Welcome to the Create Your Shape podcast. I'm Jenny the Nutritionist, and I'll be teaching you the strategy, structure, and science to build muscle and decrease body fat, specifically for ladies who work out. Hello, friends. Today, we're talking about choosing higher volume foods versus dense foods. I feel like this is something once you are eating enough and once you kind of have a handle on macros, this is really beneficial when you are wanting to get savvy with your food choices and really make the most out of them. So first I'm going to go through and define what these mean when you would choose what and give you a handful of examples. So I just want to emphasize that I'm going to talk about higher volume foods, meaning they're lower calorie and they're higher amounts of foods, but I don't want everyone to immediately think like, yes, that's what I need. I always need to be eating lower calorie foods. That's not the point here. And I feel like if you are still in that mindset, you got to listen to all of my other episodes or join Create Your Shape where we first have you really understand the amount of food that you need and then know your exact calorie amount. So I feel like this is really beneficial once you're eating enough because there will be some times where you're eating at how much you're burning per day, which is good. You want to be doing that most of the time. And then there's going to be some times when you're in the calorie deficit phase where you're eating less calories where you might want lower calorie foods. So let me give you the definitions first. So higher volume foods essentially means that you'd get to eat more food for less calories and macros. So for example, if you had a plate and it had a cup of lettuce on it, that would be about two carbs or about eight calories, right? It's a lot of food, a full cup of lettuce for only eight calories. Now, on the opposite side of that, if you had a cup of rice on your food or on your plate, again, same amount of volume, but for a cup of rice, that would be 44 grams of carbs or 200 calories. So you can see the difference there. So higher volume foods would be the vegetables, right? You get a, you can get a lot more value or not value, a lot more volume for less calories. Okay, so why would you want, why and when would you want higher volume food? Now, if you were in a calorie deficit phase, that would be a good time to have higher volume food, especially if you're at a point where you're maybe getting a little bit hungry. Now, let's say, for example, I've had ladies before who were in their calorie deficit phase and let's say that they were eating 2,100 calories before, and then now they're in the calorie deficit phase, they're eating 1,700 calories. And they're like, oh, I'm getting so hungry though. And I'm like, hmm, okay, it's kind of early for you to get hungry. What's going on? And we talk about what they're eating and they're eating really dense food, which may be a lot of processed food, things like that. I'm like, oh, here's the problem. We want to switch this out for higher volume foods. So that way you're eating a lot more and getting fuller, but for less calories and macros. Another time where you might want to use higher volume foods, if you're just someone who maybe just loves to eat 
more and more and more. Like you finish a plate and you're like, oh, I want more. I can go back for for more. Or let's say you want to like snack at night and you're like, I want more. Now I would preface this with typically that means you're not eating enough. And I would say again, first we're going to look at that. Um, but let's say you're like, oh, I really like to snack at night while I'm watching my show. Then having a bag full of mixed nuts and chocolates is going to add up really quickly. However, if you swap that out for maybe like a Angie's Boom Chicka popcorn, right, you can get a lot of volume of popcorn for less calories. They'd have to be a certain kind of popcorn because some popcorn definitely can add up. But if you're higher quality and higher conscious foods, like Angie's Boom Chicka is a little more favorable. And then the last category I would say for why you would want to have higher volume foods would be around your treat or your, let's call it quotes, like not so healthy foods. So for example, if I wanted cheesecake, but the cheesecake was going to be a slice would be a thousand calories, which I've looked it up before. It's very high in fat, very high in carbs and sugar. A thousand calories that typically that is a hundred percent of the time going to put me way over my targets for the day. So I might do it every once in a while, but if it's like I want it every other week, I'm going to find out another alternative. I'm going to find a similar alternative that gives me the same amount of food in terms of volume, but for lower calories. So that might look like they have the sugar-free jello cheesecake option. So I may do that and then put some maybe like whipped cream on top with like a slice of strawberries. So that's going to get me, it's going to be sugar-free. So it's going to be almost calorie-less, maybe less than a hundred calories for the same size as that full-on cheesecake. So that would be another example of why you would want to use higher volume foods. Now, when would you want to use dense foods? Dense foods are going to give you more calories and macros for less food. So think of it on your plate as like more compact. So an example might be a tablespoon of olive oil. That is pretty dense. One tablespoon is going to give you 120 calories, not mostly of fat. Now, if you take a tablespoon of chia seeds, that is going to give you about 50 calories. So you can see that the olive oil is way more dense than than the chia seeds. So I remember one time one of my ladies was like, I am just going through my fat so quickly. I'm getting to my calorie target so quickly. Like then I'm really hungry. Like what am I doing wrong? And I'm like, okay, well, let's think about what are your, what, what foods are you consuming? And she's going through and telling me, and then I'm like, there must be something that you're missing. What else is there? And she's like, oh, well, In order to have kale, you have to soak it in five tablespoons of olive oil and you have to massage it with five tablespoons of olive oil. That's just like how it works. And I was like, well, there's your problem. That is adding up to a lot. That's going to be over 600 calories of your food per day. That is a ton. That is like the root cause that we need to like swap that out. Now I will say in Create Your Shape, I teach you what foods to choose to lay it out so that all of this is going to be like really favorable for you. These are just kind of like one-off stories that I'm sharing. Another thing that I want to share before we get into like why you choose dense foods is that I know some people are saying, well, 
Jenny, I thought you told us that most categories of foods are very similar and that's how you learn to estimate. And that is very true. However, I am kind of talking about the outliers here and I'm kind of talking about once you get into fine tuning and you get past the initial guesstimating and you get into a little bit more fine tuning. So this is kind of like further down the road when you're getting really savvy. Okay, so why... And when would you choose more dense foods? I know most people are probably like, I've never, can't, can't see why that would be a benefit. However, once you've worked your way up to eating enough and you're eating a lot of food and you're continuing to build and benefit from it, then it may be hard to get in all of that food. So me, for example, I'm now getting back up to eating a lot and training more. My carbs are getting higher. My carbs are now at 225 grams of carbs. And that is getting up there. And so instead of like, I'm already having every meal, I'm having starchy, like real food carbs, I'm having rice, I'm having potatoes, I'm having oatmeal. And then when I'm thinking of, okay, I need to add more, right? Post-workout, it might be great to have like a cereal, ideally a high-quality cereal that doesn't have any added crap in it, but like Chex Mix is a great option, or Rice Chex, I think it's called. Rice Chex is a great option. And having that post-workout, so it's going to be a lot more dense. However, it's going to help me hit that carb target that's already pretty high. So that would be another like a use case for that. Another example of why you would want more dense foods would be maybe if you're having digestive issues and you're working through some digestive issues. Typically, I found with my own digestive issues, the more volume that you have, then the more bloating or other issues that that causes. And so sometimes instead of adding in additional like potatoes, which are going to be high volume, sometimes a rice cake may be more beneficial because it's a little more processed, it's a little more dense, and that way you're not getting as much starch, you're not getting as much of the fiber either, which those can both cause issues. Even though they are healthy, right, they can cause issues in certain digestive issues. So that may be another reason. And then the last reason might be if you want something that's faster digest digesting. So for example, once like fibers removed and um, other parts of the food is removed, and again, this is like healthy stuff, um, but if it's removed, then it's going to process or digest faster. So that may be beneficial like before or after a workout. So for example, some of my ladies who wake up super early before the gym, they might not have time for like oatmeal to get into their system and get digested and get stored as muscle glycogen in their muscles because it does have a lot of fiber too, they may need something quicker. So they may, may need something a little more processed. They may need instead like a half a bagel or something that's going to digest quicker so that way they can get it in and get ready and it be ready to go as fuel when they get to the gym. So those are the difference between high volume foods and dense foods, a few examples of when you would want to use each. And then I'm just going to go through and list out a few examples. So different food categories. So protein, for example, to get a lot of volume in for lower amounts of 
calories or protein, chicken breast and shrimp are great options. So I also feel like they're a good option if you, I'm just thinking of like hors d'oeuvres, right? Where you have like the, sh- the shrimp where you dip, dip in the sauce, like a great option. Now, higher calorie is typically going to be your fattier meats, which you typically aren't going to want. There's just better fat options out there. So like your ribeye and your, let's, I'm thinking of your ground beef that's like 75%. And so that means it's 25% fat. That's going to be more dense. Next, for your starchy carbs, potatoes are typically going to be your best friend if you're looking for more volume. And so you can eat a lot of potatoes for little amounts of carbs and calories in comparison to other starchy carbs. What's going to be high, like we just mentioned, bagel. That might be a great option if you're like, I've got to hit I've had one lady before who was at 300 grams of carbs per day, and she was like, in addition to all these real foods, I also need to just get in the carbs, get in the calories to hit my targets. Fruit. So your high-volume fruit are going to be strawberries, watermelon, cantaloupe. Those are the main ones. So you can eat so much strawberries. So if you're in a calorie deficit and you're like, ooh, I want something sweet, with my breakfast, then you can have a lot of strawberries um, during that phase. Now, fruits that are high, or I'm sorry, fruits that are super dense, that's going to be your grapes and bananas, right? They're just have a lot of carbs in them. And so um, that's may not be the best option if you're in the calorie deficit. But if you are if your target is high, if your calorie macro targets are high, then that those may be a good option. And then we have vegetables. So your high volume vegetables are going to be cucumber, celery, green leafy vegetables. Like we talked about earlier, like imagine just a plate of lettuce, right? It's not going to be very many calories or macros. Cauliflower is another one. Zucchini is another one. And so again, if you're in a calorie deficit, adding a bunch of seasonings to these may work really well. Vegetables that are higher in calories and therefore more dense and aren't aren't going to give you as much is going to be things like beets or corn, carrots, peas, squash. Again, if you have more to work with, those may be great options for you. But if you are in a lower calorie phase, they may not be. And then lastly, we'll just talk about dressings because I feel like dressings are typically going to be dense because they have a lot of olive oil in them or cream in them or butter in them. And so ways to make that more higher volume, right? Because I know for me, like I'm a sauce person and I want more sauce always. And if it doesn't work, typically what I'll do is I'll just add water to dilute it to give more volume or maybe switch out olive oil and do half the olive oil and instead add vinegar in or Dijon mustard in, which is going to be lower calorie as well. So this can be really useful when you're just fine tuning and tinkering with creating your plate and hitting your targets and just making it easier on yourself, easier for your taste buds, easier for your hunger levels, and easier to hit macros, whether they're higher or lower or one way or another. So hope you enjoyed and I'll see you next week on the Create Your Shape podcast. Hey, if you work out and want to look like you work out, 
then you need to be in the Create Your Shape program. Learn more and get started at jennythenutritionist.com slash create dash your dash shape. You can also follow me on Instagram for more content at jennythenutritionist.com.